the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Welcome back to the show. We're joined by Lindsay Joyce, who's the founder and CEO of 3F Living, based out of New York City. Yeah, they're a team of creative professionals led by husband and wife duo. We want to find out more all about this. And of course, we're talking architecture, interior design, and so much more. Let me have Lindsay introduce herself to the show. How are you? Hi, everybody. Thank you so much, Jill. Pleasure <laughs> yeah, to have so- you here. I am the um, founder and CEO of 3F Living, uh, husband-wife team. Uh, we'll get into more of that, I'm sure, later, how that works. Great. <laughs> um, but uh, yes, we do interior design and architecture in New York City. We basically help our clients from the initial design through the renovation process, project coordination, owner's representation on the job site, and basically into move-in day. Um, We like to create a very meaningful environment for our owners and try to make the process as simple as possible. Beautiful. Well, before we get started, I think it's important that we get to know you as a person. Uh, Tell me where you grew up, what brought you into this uh, this passion in this field, obviously. But yeah, it's good. I think it's a good start to get to know you. Yeah. So I actually, um, I mean, this is going way back into high school, actually. Um, I have always been into interior design and just into design in general. Mm -hmm. Um, Even from like a very early age, I was always like moving things around in my room. I wanted to paint my walls, like I'd say like a million different colors. (laughs) And (laughs) my parents wanted to kill me. Of course. Um, No. (laughs) So, you know, I was, I was always really into it. And um, my freshman year in high school, I had to pick an elective. And um, basically, some spots were filled on some other classes. And I ended up going into drafting. And I was kind of bummed about it because I didn't really know much about it. And I didn't really know much about interior design. So um, so I went into the class. And within a few weeks, I fell in love with it, into the architecture, the whole process of it. Um, and I ended up continuing through that through high school for four years. So that you said by your the drafting time, teacher, you said was one of your mentors yeah. too, right? Who absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, you never know. I mean, you hear this all the time. Like there could be a mentor through um, different processes of your life, mm-hmm. and I really didn't think at the time that I was going to find a mentor in that classroom. And I was one. I was the only girl in the entire classroom too. So it was like a very kind of a fish out of water situation yeah. mm-hmm. and being in there. And, um, and yeah, I mean, he really helped to guide my influence in where I wanted to be and to really just go for it, you know, and pursue that passion. So he helped me from putting together my portfolio to pre-interviewing with me before I would go on these interviews because I knew I wanted to come to New York. Um, and yeah, I mean, he was, he was a huge part of that, that aspect of my life in the beginning. And, um, Mr. Salvino, that's shout out to you. (laughs) You were the best. (laughs) Yes. Um, so anyway, so yeah, so I went and interviewed in college. I ended up going to New York school of interior design. And when I was interviewing, um, at the colleges, they thought that I was a transfer from another kind of college because I was producing such at that time, blueprints, which mm-hmm. we don't, you know, nobody uses mylar anymore. And oh my goodness. Okay. everything's online, right? <laughs> everything's online. Software everything's digital. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But at that time, I had huge blueprints, and I was bringing them to all these colleges. And 
it really, um, yeah, it really impressed them. And I got a few scholarships and um, a few things from it. So that really helped me kind of boost myself into this career. Um, and then as I was in, you know, college, obviously all college kids are trying, especially ones that are in the city, are trying to make ends meet. And so I replied to a few ads on Craigslist just for some like odd and end jobs. I did some like Venetian plastering because I took a faux finish and in height in college and I thought oh I can do this and so I was doing that throughout the city to like make ends meet and then I ended up replying to a Craigslist ad in I think it was like 2003 2004 to a um to host and have my own tv show um and I went through quite a few callbacks this was like in between my junior to senior year of college and I ended up getting the tv show on the uh, women's entertainment network on the we channel Amazing. Congratulations. And that's called what? That was called She House. How how long did it run for? It was about 12 episodes and it ran every Saturday for basically the summer of that 2004. So So, exciting, right? And it was cool. And at like the end of the uh, the last episode, uh, they actually gave the house away to a lucky viewer where there was two viewers that came and each one, you know, could open up the door with the key and... And that's who won the house. <laughs> so it was a very cool process. Amazing. So here you yeah. are. Now you're providing architecture, you mentioned, and interior design. Also uh, project coordination. You say owner's representation, interior decorating. There's so much to you. And let's remind everyone how we could reach you. I think that's important, too. Uh, the website is what? It's www3, the number three, the letter F, living, L-I-V-I-N-G dot com. Perfect. And- or the... Or they could email at info at 3fliving.com. Perfect. Now, I know you're based out of New York City. Do you just work in the New York City area? Or where, if you don't mind sharing, uh, where what states do you work in? Sure. So, I mean, we have, I mean, we're, we're solely based out of Manhattan. We do, you know, some jobs in Brooklyn and also Queens and within the uh, Tri-State area. But we have in more recent years, we have a lot of clients that have second homes, like in the Berkshires or in the Hamptons or even went to Arizona for a client. Wow. So, um, and we've kind of through COVID, interestingly enough, we realized how we could Maybe we can't be there through project coordination or the construction process, but we have been able to um, help uh, people from all different states kind of design on a kind of big picture level um, through doing Zoom calls and maybe taking one or two trips there. So um, depending on the scale of the project, we can obviously go to any state, but we also have kind of a digital package that we're able to um, offer to clients um, in, in different areas. Oh, and yeah. on the website, I was looking at your photos before too, <laughs> of the kitchens in particular. I love kitchens. I feel like since COVID, everyone wants to expand their kitchen. I do. I want to knock down a wall and get rid of the dining room because we don't use it. And with a six and eight year old right now, that's like the play area. Yep. <laughs> Excuse me. But, um, and plus you, you're also used to working in a lot of smaller but most most apartments not all though are small so yeah. you can work in small spaces large spaces uh and uh kids spaces i also read too so you have yes. kids i do i have one child he's about four and a half right now um he's a boy uh yeah i mean it was such an interesting thing especially because my husband and i work together he's the architect i'm the interior designer we obviously have an internal team we you know that works uh for us yeah. but 
as the two heads of the company to throw a child in the mix, it was an interesting process. Um, but you know, it's, it's so rewarding out of, I mean, you know, as a mom, it's just such a rewarding thing to kind of go through. And I also feel like that it's given me a great uh, perspective on how to even design. I always, you know, kind of knew child safe things and, you know, products or whatnot, but I think in going through this whole process myself on a personal level and really childproofing, but also aesthetically childproofing (laughs) is it or, you know, organizing a space for all the toys, all the things that comes with it um, is a is a process. And I feel like that we became better designers and architects in going through that uh, personally. All right. So what else do you want to share with us? There's so much to you. Do you want to start with the architecture and your design aspect? Um, I'm all ears. Yeah, I mean, I think that it's I think that it's interesting how our my uh, the business kind of morphed over the years. Um I think that I think that you know when when I first started the business, I was just coming from corporate. I was working mm-hmm. in corporate for a while. Um I transitioned from TV um, to, you know, graduating and then really honing in my design in corporate for healthcare design. And that's really what I did my thesis on. That's what, even though I did do TV and I did get that experience on the We Network and then a spot on HETV, yeah. I was thankful for it. But it also, um, you know, I also wanted something a little bit more technical um, to kind of, you know, and also be part of a bigger organization and see how that worked. I knew that my end goal was to start my own company, but they don't teach you how to start an interior design company True. in college. At least at the time, they didn't. It wasn't like a more common thing at, at that at that point. So uh, maybe now they offer it, but um, at the time they didn't. And so I wanted to get that corporate experience. So I worked at HOK, um, which is an international architecture uh, company. And I focused on healthcare, which I really feel is kind of like that home away from home. Um, where if you're going into a hospital, you really want it to feel so personal and and comfortable. So I thought that it was a good kind of transition from residential to healthcare corporate, and then ultimately back to residential. Um, And in going through that whole process, um, you know, I started HOK about two weeks prior to the market crash in 2008. And that was its own kind of process in itself because they were, you know, I was the last hired. And so you assume the first fired and anybody that worked, um, especially in the city at that point, it's just like, when am I going to get the call from HR on Friday? Mm-hmm. You know, yep. it's just massive, massive layoffs. <laughs> um, and, and, and so I think like surviving that like really kind of taught me how to pivot and deal with curveballs. And I think that that was like a great backing for what was to come. And I worked at HOK for about four and a half to five years in gaining that experience. And then I left and um, opened up a storefront in the city and launched 3F Living in 2012. Um, And, you know, and when I launched 3F Living, I, um, I had a storefront, which was a shared office space with a real estate firm Mm -hmm. and we just kind of wanted we didn't know like what this was going to do we didn't know um you know i i I had assumed that we would be selling some furniture at the time in like 
a showroom type mm-hmm. space that also had real estate in it. Yeah. And, uh, and, and it's, and it's interesting. So I started the company with a partner. Um, it ended up not working out and I bought him out mm-hmm. <laughs> two years, two years later. And again, pivoting curveballs, dealing with things and, um, and kind of restructuring the business. We're not going to be selling furniture. We're not going to be doing just kitchen and baths. I wanted to take on more. So um, that was kind of in my work life. Mm-hmm. And then um, at the time, I ended up reconnecting with uh-huh. a friend who is now my husband. Oh, um, I love it. I love it. Randomly. I love <laughs> honestly, it. randomly. I had left. I met him at HOK, but we were both with other people at the time. So we were just always friends and or friendly, I would say. And mm-hmm. uh, randomly one day, uh, two and a half years later, I bump into him on the street. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Wow. Oh my, like, are where are you? What are the chances? <laughs> <laughs> It's like, it's my birthday tonight. Come to Brooklyn. I'm like, um, okay. <laughs> so went to Brooklyn and the rest is history. And we got married and I was still growing the business and figuring out, you know, where is our niche market? And I saw that the clients that were coming in were really um, not just decorating an interior design, which there is a difference between that. Decorating is like picking out your area rugs, your artwork, your accessories, your tables, all the things that are not nailed down that make the space look pretty, (laughs) you know? And interior design is really selecting, seeing um, the interior architecture of the space, room layouts, how do the kitchens, opening up kitchens from like a galley kitchen to a larger kitchen, picking out all the finishes, making sure that there's a cohesive concept and design with Mm -hmm. the tiles the wood selection and all of those things and again that was my backing and in the recent years that would be 2016 2017 we were getting combination projects and so i was and i'll explain what combination projects are so that's where um we'd have clients that owned an apartment bought the apartment next door. I don't know if you live in the city, Jill, or not. No, I or used to. Sister. I used to. I'm back on okay, Long so Island. You know. Yes, I've lived in the city. <laughs> so, you know, in the city, it's very common to buy a one bedroom. You live in it for a few years. You hope, knock on wood, that the person next door <laughs> leaves yep. so that you can buy the place and continue to expand. Um, and so we were getting quite a few of these jobs or getting much larger jobs like 2,000 square feet, 2,500 square feet jobs that are full gut renovations that really required an architect to sign off on these on on these plans. And so our internal team would work out all the designs, pick out all, you know, room layouts, all of it, and essentially give it to an architect to look at, copy it and just stamp it. And we would be paying so much, like as a company, like I was paying so much money and it wasn't even a collaborative effort it was just like a random consultant it was signing off on our drawings and it was so frustrating because you know i would love to keep that internal and grow the team and so as my personal relationship was developing got engaged and married i convinced my husband to leave corporate Uh and come on in let's restructure the business again and really hone in on what is our niche market and who are our clients. And um, 
you know, and, and, and we did that, I feel like from 2017 through 2019, for those two years, we really figured out our roles and how do we grow our each individual teams mm -hmm. come together and really work together, which, you know, that's its own, yeah. you know, piece of the puzzle too, of, you know, when do you turn it off and when do you not? Yeah. Um, so, so we kind of worked out all of that and now we're able to really offer our clients, uh, a holistic approach, which is like very daunting in a city. Um, you know, even though you own something in a city, you typically own shares of something. It's either a condo or a co-op. And so the process from just wanting to open up your kitchen is very different in the city. So you have to go through, you know, a building, a co-op architect review process. Mm -hmm. You know, as an owner, uh, you know, our clients, they have to hire an architect to essentially represent them. Okay. And then the co-op represents, they have an architect that represents oh, wow. the co-op. Wow. <laughs> and I'm so learning it so is much. Like, mm. It is like an entire process on how to just, you know, get permits to start construction. So, um, what I feel like we're able to provide to our clients is just a very streamlined approach to that. And instead of having like a, a, most people would have to hire an individualized architect and then hire an, um, a designer and then hire a contractor and then hire an expediter. And all of these different people are now, you know, underneath one roof. Um, which is which I feel like I'm so happy at this point to be able to provide to our clients. Yeah. Um, and I think that that really um, holistically helps with the architecture and interior design because we are uh, we are a team, you know, both at work and at home. And I think that like when we have, um, you know, different types of clients, it's great to have two different perspectives to come to the table and being able to you know, make sure that each person or everybody is heard and, and gets what they want in their home yeah. in the best way possible. Yeah. So, and just curious, how, how does that work, right? Because in your job, you know, some people have a design, a vision. Are you the type of full service agency mm -hmm. where, hey, this is what you like, this is what you want, you're okay? Or some people just hire someone who says, do what you want. Do you do both? Like, do you have customers that are very we specific and you cater to everyone's needs, I'm assuming, right? We do. I, you know, and, and, you know, it's interesting because in my field, there's a lot of, you know, high-end designers that are mm -hmm. like, this is my look. You come to me if you want this look, <laughs> you know, yeah. which I think is fantastic. But for us, we don't necessarily like to do that because this yeah. is someone's home. Yeah. And, you know, and, and, and so what we like to do is really help them develop their design in a strategic way. And it's way more of a collaborative effort. Yes, we have our own kind of vibe and we have people that do see what we do on Instagram and follow our daily stories and all of that. And they're like, you know what? It's, go ahead. <laughs> you go ahead and run with it. We trust you. Fill us in <laughs> when we need to and, and, and we'll make those decisions. And we have clients like that. We have clients that come to the table with kind of two different ideas mm -hmm. and they'll say that they want something modern, but yet all of the photos that they're showing us is a uh, little bit more of a transitional. Mm -hmm. 
So it's also defining the language and helping them develop that. So we do cater to to both types of clients. Beautiful. All right, good. Thank you yeah. so much. All right, we still have uh, seven more minutes to talk. 3F <laughs> Living, remind us how we can reach out to you. Uh, so you can go to our website, uh, 3fliving.com. You can also reach out to us at info at 3fliving. And um, yeah, uh, or follow us on Instagram at 3fliving. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you so much. All right. So there's so much to you, to your, I call it the dynamic duo couple. <laughs> Thank and you. Do you guys ever butt heads a lot? I mean, it's it's good to work um, together, but is it happen all the time? <laughs> It, 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 yes, yes, it still happens. Mm-hmm. It still happens completely. You know, I mean, we, we are v- both very passionate people and, um, in, which I think really shows in our design because we think about every little aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And so I think that in working together, it's really taught us to like, when we both give each other that look, like, all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know you can't see what I'm doing. Yeah. You can see what I'm doing. Yeah, but the yeah. audience probably can't see but it's you know, it's like that look of like, okay, we both need to like take a break. Like mm-hmm. take a minute, <laughs> you know, and kind of <laughs> deep breathe a little bit. But I also think that it, it, it pushes us both, you know, to yeah. be better. And I think that, you know, when clients come to the table with uh, a few different ideas. We are so. kind of the yin and yang, and we're very we're very different people just in general. Like oh, you know, I love it. And yeah. by the way, uh, if you go to their website, there's some great testimonials. Can I just read one or two? Do you mind? Sure, of course. Um, no, go ahead. Uh, Lindsay was referred to me uh, by my real estate agent after the first time I met her. I knew she would be the person I trusted with the job. This is from Paulina. Paulina is a homeowner. She handled both the renovations and interior design for a new new apartment. And despite ongoing pandemic and restrictions that came along with it, she and her team persevered and exceeded my expectations from start to finish. Lindsay transformed my apartment into a comfortable and beautiful haven, and I couldn't be happier. Um, Here's another one. Uh, Vincent says, uh, Lindsay, is it Atomic or Tomek. 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 Oversaw a full gut renovation of my home during the height of COVID. Not an easy job during normal times. Uh, their guidance, experience, and counsel made a very stressful project bearable during a horrific period in all our lives. I would definitely hire them for my next project. And again, testimonials speak louder than words. Uh, um, and just curious, how does it work if someone today is interested in your services? Do you offer an initial consultation? What's the format? And could you ex- explain that part of the process? Yeah, sure. So usually um, somebody that, you know, comes on and gives us basically their scope of work, where they're located. I'll typically set up, um, depending on where they're located, I'll set up like an initial Zoom call as just like a meet and greet. And we can kind of talk through the process and maybe what they are interested in. And then after that, we'll either set up a second meeting and we'll send a proposal based on the scope of work that we've reviewed. And it usually continues you know, weekly or every few days of just like follow up and open communication. Awesome. Awesome. 3F living. And what would you say sets you all apart from the rest? I, I really think that the, I I didn't know how this was going to work, but I really think that the dynamic through the trials and restructuring and restructuring of my husband and I working together has made it just very different. I feel like that when people come to us, that they feel comfortable and trust Mm -hmm. is everything in our business. And I feel like that since we are home to each other, that we automatically make people feel comfortable and willing to open up and trust us through this process. 
Oh, beautifully said. All right. Well, we still got two minutes left in the show. What else do you want to share with your audience for today and about 3F Living and, you know, why you could be of service to them? Sure. I mean, I think that, uh, like I said, I think that, you know, going through this process, especially in the city um, and, and really having someone define every step of the way on like we literally have once we sign on a client we have a checklist we have a nine step kind of protocol it's almost like a handbook that we give to our clients it's like okay this is what we're doing every single week to Mm -hmm. meet those deadlines and we do that for what we call phase one which is design and architecture and then we do the same thing for phase two which is managing the construction site um, being their eyes and ears to move in day and so i think by having all of these templates that really help manage the expectations of our clients is so beneficial um, for them. And I also think that it makes them like rest easy too. Cause if we have a client that's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, you know, that's like a very hard thing to kind of navigate, especially when they understand that time is money because a lot of our clients are, you know, mm-hmm. sub are renting while they've just purchased. So they're, you know, they're renting. They're paying a mortgage, they're paying maintenance day one of ownership, and they just want to get it started. And it sometimes takes like a a month, two months, three months, Mm -hmm. just to break ground on something. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we always are very, you know, holistic about what we do. And we're always very conscious of time and money for our clients. Great. Well, thank you so much for being here, for joining us. Pleasure getting to know you. Uh, And for new listeners out there, again, we want to remind you to reach out. Tell us the website and contact information again. It's uh, www.the3living.com. You can follow us on Instagram at 3fliving. And you can also email at info at 3fliving.com. I'm going to follow you on Instagram. Is that okay? (laughs) Yes, 100%. (laughs) Looking forward to connecting again. Do we have another show coming up as well? We do. So next week, we're going to talk about how do you renovate in New York City? The process. I was going to ask for a teaser. Not everybody has them, but that's a good yeah. All right. Thank you yes. so much. You have a fantastic day. And to all of our listeners thank and you. viewers, stay tuned. More of the show is on the way. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. This is you over 30 years ago. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? And this is your mom when you drive her back from therapy. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Roles change without us noticing. And in your new role, we help you help. AARP gives you the information to help care for your mom so that you can have patience with her just like she did with you. Visit aarp.org caregiving or call one 877 333-5885 to get practical health and wellness tips to provide even better care for your loved one. Are we there yet? Remember, visit aarp.org caregiving. AARP, we help you help. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council.